Want flexibility? Take yoga. Want flexibility with your health insurance? Check out United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly medical, dental, and vision coverage that may be right for you. More at UH1.com. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hello guys and welcome to this week's episode of Heavy Metal Tones. I hope you've had a good week in your lives and everyone's kept safe. Um, I have just got back from a trip away. Let's get a drink, sorry. Um, I had a episode recorded in the can for this, episode, this week because um, I didn't think I'd get back in time and uh, I, don't, I don't really don't think it's quite the right one for this week. So on the way back in the car, after a uh, a really enjoyable weekend away. Um, I'm sort of having a conversation with a friend of mine, uh, and um, we talked about how, hey, you know, you like black metal when it's winter, and uh, sort of thought nothing of it and carried on driving. When I got back, I thought, you know, I wonder, I wonder if that is something we could discuss on the show. Um, is music, particularly heavy music or music in general, is music seasonal? You know, you get seasonal music, but is it seasonal? Sorry, I'm going to drink the water. It's too hot for tea. Um, crunch. Um, I, I sort of think it is. Like he said, Benji said to me, oh, you know, I've sent you some black metal links to listen to because you know you like to listen to it in the winter. And... Um, Again, I said I thought nothing of it, but I think he's absolutely right. Now, as I said before, you can have seasonal music, you know, Christmas carols, Easter, I'm sure, you know, um, summer beach music. Um, but do you out there, listeners, do you think, oh, I can't listen to, I don't just say, um, I don't know, think of a black metal name off the top of your head, um, Burzum. I can't listen to Burzum because it's too sunny outside because I do, I can't do it if it's really sunny and sunshiny um, I cannot listen to cavernous dark um, foreboding um, cold creeping music um, because it, it sort of it. Um, even though I'm really into I'm really into sort of delicious juxtapositions you try saying that juxtapositions even I'm really interested into that um, there's a point where you're sort of you're lying there on your bed or you're in your garden or you're on the bus or in your car whatever you are and it's, it's bright sunshine 40 degrees we do get that here in, in Australia and you're trying to listen to um, 
music that sounds like it's forged in a in a ravine in Norway. You know, it just doesn't. Um, I said it doesn't doesn't work. It feels alien and uh, um, stark. And I don't know if that again, you know, is that something that's just me? I, I think I know Benji said he's the same. He doesn't like listening to black metal in the summer. It is a winter thing. The nights draw in. You want to feel that you know the fire going and then the the roar of the of 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 the um of the drone of black or doom metal is very winter because if you think about where they where predominantly those bands make their music is in eastern europe and in europe and most of the time it's very common they get lovely summers there but it's very cold finland norway you know um uh, germany denmark uh, Britain, for instance, as well, and USA to some of the states in the USA, uh, but it's all very, very honed towards that. So I was thinking, what music, what kind of music would you go for if you were trying to think of a seasonal tasting menu for music? What would it be? So I think winter we've got off the bat. We know winter it's going to be deep, dark, droning, cavernous. Um, brooding and cold um either black metal or um you know uh doom i don't think death metal i think death metal is a different for me is a different season um uh, but you know it's that sort of uh, guttural vocals try um try picking you know uh, sort of um you know that sort of speed picking and the tremolo picking sorry um, you know, blast beat drums, vocals you can't hear, screaming, wind howling in the background, wolves. Um, that's the sort of thing I would, I think of winter. Because let's be honest, winter is a, it's a, it's a, it's a season of death, isn't it? Um, things die off and go to sleep, uh, to rest, to renew for summer, and so it's perfect, absolutely perfect, I think. Um, for winter now Canberra at the moment is not in winter it's in uh, autumn but it's coming into winter so it has felt very wintry recently and that's also making us think that way um, it's more difficult for people who live in climates like um, up in Queensland here in Australia or in Perth where seasons don't really change they get a little bit cooler but they don't really have seasonal variances um, so for you listening to us around the world um, that don't have a seasonal variance and might be more tricky, but you could still trick your brain into knowing. You know when, when something is winter, and you know roughly when something is summer. Uh, give it a go. So yeah, winter, stark, dark, foreboding and aggressive. So black metal, doom metal, technical doom, any whatever you want to paint it. I would say that that's the really that's the wintry sound. You know, and if you want to stop this and put some Burzum on or some um, Cathedral or some Candle Mass, uh, any of those bands, put them on and tell me you don't feel like you need to put a, you know, a jacket on or put the fire up full, then, you, you know, I don't think you're listening to it properly, you know. It's really, I think that's the case. So where do we go from there? We move into, I think, let's go into, um, we'll go the opposite way, let's go Spring. Spring after winter, so a time of rebirth, 
of the ground warming up, buds on the trees. I see, um, in my mind, when I'm thinking, what would I play predominantly in spring? I think for me, I predominantly in spring is 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 um, I think it's Maiden. It's the Nawabam Nawabam bands for me are spring music because they're full of the enthusiasm of summer, but they're not quite there. You know, they're they're colourful as in the blossoms on the tree, they're bouncy as in the 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 bees in the air. Um they're they're fun in a, and full of anticipation of something to come, I think because if you look at the the progenitor or the, the, the start of metal um, well, the true forms of metal I like to call it you, New Album is really the birth of modern metal and, and so what is spring? It's birth so I look at it and go I think spring is your maidens, your priests you know your um, praying mantis your satan your um, witch finder general uh, you know you name it um, any of the uh, uh, Tigers of Pang Tang um, and you know those sort of uh, mid early 80s to mid 80s uh, British um, metal bands and I mean there are obviously modern ones out there that sound like them that are out there now that have that sound there's a lot of uh, modern album sounding bands uh, but if you want to really think about it, where well, you're going to stretch back, you're going to go. And I, when I say maiden, be careful. I don't think I would say all maiden when I'm thinking of spring. I'm thinking up to power slave. So I'm maiden to power slave is where I would think there's a spring music, is spring, because it's, again, I said it's enthusiastic, it's full of the joys of life, it wants to get you interested, it wants, it's moves along at a fantastic pace and like like spring it comes and goes too quickly you know i think and then where we move on from spring okay then we go to summer now summer's a really uh a tricky one here now these are my concepts of the of the, of the um bands and, and genres i would put in the in the seasons i'd love to hear your ones um again you know email me at heavymetaltones at gmail.com and let me know that's heavymetaltones at gmail.com. I'd love to find out what you say. Um, and uh, we'll just find out. You know, I'll come to my New Album and All Things Metal uh, Facebook page and send me a message. Private message me there. Um, so, summer. I think summer is thrash. I think summer predominantly is uh, thrash. It's East Coast Sound America. It's hair metal I don't like him I hate hair metal but it's it's definitely there isn't it it's that beach it's all the, the, the bastard children of the beach boy era right you know um, uh, blown up beach balls hot babes in bikinis you know muscly men on the beach loud fast summer should be hot it should be um, fast again because it's, it's it, it, as a season because I love summer it goes too quickly the same as spring so I think thrash is the perfect one because it's fast it's it's um, energetic it's it's look at me look at me um, uh, 
genre, isn't it? It's it's the look at my technicality, look at what I can do. Um, it's only three minute long songs. It's in and out. Right? It's summer, isn't it? You know. And you could look and say, well, summer also could be relaxing by the beat, by the pool, or the beach, or the beer, a bit more slow and laid back. But I don't see it that way. I see summer as energy. Um, because in summer, in the sun, you're full of energy. Whether it's hot or not, you could always find time to be energetic, you know. Um, and I think that is it. Because you have million note, million miles an hour riffs going all over the place, you know, drums splashing on everywhere, vocalists usually clean and um, and easy to listen to. Um, it's you got interesting, exciting artwork. The vibe is just fresh and fast, and I think that's definitely. I would say summer is definitely a thrash season. Definitely, definitely. Coming into autumn now, what would I? What would I do with autumn? Give me a second, I'm just gonna get some water. Autumn. I think autumn. Ah, taste of water. I think autumn, because it's that loss of summer, it's that anticipation of winter, and it's that loss of color, and that um, that sort of mournfulness that we're going to now feel the bitter bite of the sting of winter winds and uh, um, crisp mornings and ice on your car windscreens and standing at the bud stop with not with a jacket not quite strong enough to keep the wind out and just hurrying back to be knuckled down that anticipation and I think if I'm thinking the anticipation in winter and winter because of the way it is I think prog metal I, I was coming to my head. I think prog is, is probably the way I'd feel autumn would be because it's it's full of the thresh that the the, the um the it's full of the the echoes of the fun of summer and it's and it but it but it's imbued with some of that uh, winter um to come it's a mix of both and i think prog does that prog is very much um that middle ground of music it's, uh where it's it sort of sits right in the middle so it's not it's technical and fresh and fun but it's also dark and mysterious and i think that that sits for that autumn vibe perfectly so you know putting on something like neo Scaris, uh caligula's horse um opeth if you want to go that route you know um and later maiden come back to Maiden later Maiden so you sort of 2000 onwards where they really or no no earlier than that 7th Son of a 7th Son so 90 1990 and then onwards they sort of with a few exceptions they embraced that theatricalness of prog and I think that's a brilliant autumn I mean sitting on the bus listening to um, A Matter of Life or Death or um Book of Souls, or even the, sorry, even the latest one is a good example. Would make a um, would make a really um, a really good autumn because I think Death of the Cults, the Celts, Death of the Cults, Death of the Celts is a really autumny kind of song. You know, it's rolling drums, it's um, warm guitar pieces, uh, really sumptuous um, uh, finishing. 
on that album and I think that's and also it's quite mournful because it's it's a mournful album as well because I think it's going into winter coming out from summer so how do, summing up um, this one is sum up it because we're going to the second half we're going to talk about record store day but coming up in, so summing up for me I think you have as I said um, your uh, autumn is sorry your your winter is your, your doom and your your, your darkness your spring is your um, is your maiden and your nawabam. Your summer is your thrash and your um, hair metal and your east coast sound and just vibe vibes and warmth. And I think then we cut and then um, I think autumn is definitely your prog because it's that mix of everything, but the anticipation of summer, but, but the sadness that is behind you and the wonderment that you might and winter coming. So that I mean, that's a very esoteric conversation we've had there. Uh, I quite enjoyed that thought. It makes me think about it. It's how I look at the music. It's say how I look at food. It's say how I look at um, drink. Um, you don't keep the same wardrobe all year round. Most of you don't. I mean, I do, but you don't tend to, do you? You have winter clothes and summer clothes. You have winter food and you have summer food. If you don't drink um, heavy dark stouts on a forty degree day, I mean, I have done, but I'd rec- not recommend it. Um, so. Fantastic! I'd love to hear your your views on that on that uh, subject. I hope it's what you're thinking, um, and what would your seasonal um, uh, genres of music be? Um, we're gonna have a re- go and rest now. Get myself some more drinks. We're gonna come back to the other side and talk about the latest record store day trip that I had just gone on and how, why it's important to us music lovers. Um, see you on the other side, guys. Guys, I uh, hope you enjoyed a little break there. I had another drink. I keep drinking. I'm a bit thirsty today. Uh, and, um, and so, before I went away uh, this last weekend, because it's the long weekend here in Australia for Anzac Day, which is a um, commemorating our fallen, fallen soldiers of the First and Second World War, and all wars particularly. So it's quite important to us in Australia. We went away that weekend, my wife and I. And um, before then, uh, on Saturday, was. Uh, Australia Day, uh, sorry, was uh, Record Store Day. Now, Record Store Day uh, he falls in April every year. Um, it's been it's been around since two thousand and seven, uh, and um, it's the first. It's usually the first, uh, usually the first weekend in April. We've got it's been moved around now because of COVID, so things haven't always been the same. Every it's also Black Friday in I think in America. Um, it, it what it is basically is it uh, it's a day to celebrate independent record stores and to celebrate the our love as a community for physical medium such as vinyl and not so much CD it is record is what it is it's basically records or to you people listening out there vinyl the new people as I said before in the recent episode it's records to me um and it was originally pitched as an idea 
um, along with Free Comic Book Day. Um, and uh, it's sort of grown ever since. Now, we go to Land Speed Records here in uh, Canberra, but of course, around the country are thousands, around the world, there are hundreds of thousands of independent record stores that participate in this um, particular day. To me, it's my Christmas day. It's my, um, it's a very important day. It has been weak, lessened recently because of the virus we're living with, but it's, it's a day that I get to um, celebrate my love of music, my love of collection and collecting with the community. It's a community-based spirit, you know. Go with friends. We queue up. I mean, this is listen. This is the, how the day runs. So normally, um, the store opens at about ten. Um, I get there about eight, uh, and it's cold. It's April. It's getting colder. Um, so we queue for two hours. And the reason you queue for two hours is because the, a few weeks before um, record store day, the, the actual not company, but the people who run it, the organisation, they send a list out to all the record stores and the record stores then you know they get what they want they pick what they can they get, they, they'll generally choose a whole list but they don't always get all what's on the list and there's usually like hundreds and hundreds of pieces of vinyl all record special editions coloured vinyls picture discs live releases un, un, uh, unreleased issues reissues um from you know across the gamut, across the board of all musical genres, and then they put that list out to the community, to their fan base, the people who come to their website and to their Facebook page and their customers, and then you can see you know I, I want this, this, and this, and this, and of course there is limited numbers um, that are pressed. You know if you think about like I just got the um, a live Iggy Pop 1990 live in Berlin double album coloured vinyl record store day there's only 4,000 pressed now 4,000 it sounds like a lot but if you think about <clears throat> that's shared around the world um, that's pretty small numbers of what comes so you really got to make sure you get there so you get there a couple of hours early get yourself a cup of tea or coffee chit chat people in the line um, get excited about what you're going to get you know you've already made your list like me I would have gone over that list six or seven times highlighted ones I want highlight ones I might want um, you need to be careful though. So there is there's an apocryphal story here for you guys that are really getting into uh, record store day. Um, if you like me like a chat with strangers, I don't care who I talk to. Um, be careful who's listening in. About three or four years ago, I queued with my good friend John, and I really wanted the Sex Pistols, never mind the bollocks, record store day pink vinyl issue. I've got every pressing of the album, uh, apart from some of the really rare ones. I've got almost I think, seven pressings of that same album, and it means a lot to me. I've got a big t tattoo of Sid Vicious on my back. I mean, what, what more can I really say, really? Um, and I've chatted to people around me that that's the only one I really wanted. <sighs> of course, what happens? I'm, I, get, I don't. I get in. I'm about the twelfth person in, and this. I will never forget her to the day I die. This 20-something hipster in a beanie with a bobble on it grabbed the only copy of the Nevermind the Bollocks um, right in front of me. I, I saw her just lean and grab it, and I, t I tapped her on the shoulder, and I said, Listen, I'm sorry, but you overheard me in a conversation. That's really important to me. Can I have that one? Oh, no, I heard it sounds like you sound, make it sound so good. I think I'm going to take it. 
And do you know what? She's probably never even, pardon my, excuse my French here, ever fucking played it. Or she sold it on bloody eBay for extortion amounts of money. Because I tried to get a copy of it afterwards and it was triple in price. It was $100 then, so it was like 300 But I'm like, I, I can't afford it. I really can't. And that, so, so now, just be careful. So keep your thoughts to yourself on days like that. Because if you're after one particular thing, like I was after last year, was the Venom um, picture disc reissue of um, Manitou. Uh, uh, no, Manitou was on the B side. What was on the A side? Uh, what was Satan, I think? Anyway, it was a Venom single. And picture this single they're like and I know they only had two copies because I know the owner of Landspeed and I was talking to him as we were queuing up and he said there's two copies and I'm like oh, damn and, and I knew we were, we were late in as well um, I kept my lips shut and now he being a nice guy knew I wanted it and sort of ushered me to where it was straight away um, and you know brilliant you know so I got it I was really excited um, so you know don't go to record store day thinking you're going to get a bargain because you're not going to. The average sort of in Australia, the average cost is about sixty to seventy dollars a, a unit, a record. Um, what you don't get in the stores, if you can't find something you like, you can go on to other record stores. Like I'm going, I want one. There's a Stephen Hackett triple vinyl that I didn't get, they didn't have. So I'm going to look around and see if someone's got that online. And I'm going to order it um, probably tonight or tomorrow. Um, you know, so don't get upset if you can't find the one you really want because you can sort of get them elsewhere online. It's not the same feeling, it's not the same fun, but you can do it. Um, and often, not this year, not the last couple of years because of COVID, but they have these um, stalls out the front where they have secondhand vinyl. That's really interesting because you can get a bargain there because they're not pricing those at big prices. They're sort of sitting around the in Australia the fifteen to twenty-five dollar mark. So if you, if I do what I do, you know, have a couple hundred bucks for the inside and 150 for the outside, you get away with quite some good stuff. Uh, this year, I got I said Iggy Pop, I got the Stiff Little Fingers in Dublin live in 1982, I got the Judas Priest Heroes, which is like a um, a best of of their rock and roller era. Uh, it's an embossed blue and red vinyl. Uh, boss cover with blue and red vinyl, uh, which is really cool. And I got uh, what was my other one that I got? Oh yes, I got the damn strawberries, and I've got a great copy of that. But my original copy is in such a bad state. This issue is um, the vinyl smells of strawberry, and the inner sleeve smells of strawberry. Now, gimmick, you might say. Yes, I might say. I don't care. I will also say because I love it. Um, so you know, there were other things there that I could have had, and I didn't get because I'd budgeted not to go there this year because I thought we were going to be away on holiday but it turned out we could go so um, I wasn't as flush with cash this um, time round but still got some fantastic records I'm going to really enjoy listening to and live and owning um, you can do the kind of nerdy thing that I do I keep the stickers off the plastic I'll cut them if I, if I can peel the sticker off the, that says you know special record store day version if the inner sleeve of the bag is non-printed like a paper bag black or white I'll stick it on there otherwise if it's not I cut it out so the plastic's stuck behind the sticker and I put it into the into the record sleeve as a reminder it's just nice you know looking at it remembers you reminds you of the day I've got some 
really amazing stuff from Record Store Day in the past. And so has friends like John. He's picked up some really interesting stuff. I didn't pick up. There was a there was a um, a Phil Linnet one. I didn't I didn't like the look of the pressing, and that's probably why I didn't get it. Um, not for seventy dollars. I didn't like. There was a Modern Lovers. Um, it was their later Modern Lovers with saxophone. Like, oh, you know, really, you only want the one Modern Lovers album. And that's with Roadrunner on it. You know, um, but it was Record Store Day. It's really important, guys, if you are music lovers, um, to back these sort of things, even if you don't really want um, to buy lots of vinyl or not a vinyl or record lover you can still get CDs on record store day you can still go out there and support the store these stores without our support they disappear there's very little markup on records they're expensive to store they're expensive to import they have to mark them up to make a, a good dollar on them so when you get people go oh I give you I'm not paying $60 for a record um, if you think about what you paid for a record when you were younger, it's probably the similar equivalent. Uh, as I told you before in the previous episode, I mean, I would spend money, probably spend 80% of my pay packet. Uh, as long as I have money to get the bus pass to get to work and um, lunch money, that's it all went on music. You know, I'd like to say it went on women and pornography, but that would be, that would be, uh, oh, well, partly true. <laughs> You work it out yourself, um, but it really, it really sort of, um, it really is important. And you everywhere you are, every city in the world will have a record store. Um, so next year, I said first week of April, hopefully again, when um, the list the list comes out, because this was the fifteenth anniversary this year, so there were some really cracking things in the list. Uh, sadly, we didn't get it land speed. Um, couldn't get most of it so you know hopefully like he said to me they might get some remaindered stuff might come in later I'm going to do some trawling tonight and see if I can find it um, elsewhere I don't mind going overseas for it I just there's a couple of pieces I want I said the Stephen Hackett um, there was a Blondie single uh, I think there was um, from memory there was a GBH coloured vinyl live album so if I can find them I will uh, otherwise it is what it is. That's record store day. You, you, that's the beauty. You, you catch what you can catch. So that's why it's good to go with a couple of friends or a friend who's like-minded. He knows what you want. You know what he wants. You in that. You get into the scuffle and the and the curly burly of the store because it's usually, usually packed in, and you, the tables at the back of the store like you do in uh, land speed, and you have to sort of hope that you get your fingers on it. I mean, you know, because you don't know if you're not the first eight in. If you're 20th, 30th, 40th in, and you're like-minded, someone in front of you is like-minded, well, they're going to snafu, uh, and snaffle, sorry, not snafu, they're going to snaffle the thing that you want. And there is a little bit, you do, I mean, I've had record store day remorse, so you get it, you do. Not what you've bought, but what you missed out on. So, uh, you know, um, I get JOMO a lot, very rarely do I get FOMO. Uh, if you don't know what that is, it's joy of missing out or fear of missing out. Um, but I do miss out if I get worried that I'm not going to get... Like, for instance, if there was a My Iron Maiden special edition in there, I missed a couple of, I missed when Empire of the Clouds came out. I missed it. Again, I wasn't there quick enough. Um, and so I would be... If I, if I knew there was a Maiden special there, 
I'd probably be getting there at six in the morning to be at the front. Um, I wouldn't take a risk. Uh, anyway, that's me for this week. I hope you've enjoyed it. I hope you keep safe. Like I said, I'd love to know what your seasons of music are. If you have seasons of music, or if not, what you think about that. And um, if you did buy anything at Record Store Day, what you snaffled up. I keep safe. Um, keep listening, and uh, you know, please do. Um, if you're on Spotify, that t- you know, touch this go on the star button and give me a, a star rating it does help me reach a bigger audience i did get to 67 in the costa rican podcast charts would you believe it i mean i don't know no costa rica those are listening costa rica thanks guys um i once got to 15 in ghana thanks guys um the podcast is growing slowly i don't want it to i don't need it to take off to be the biggest thing in the world but a bigger audience would all be nice makes it worthwhile um and also, if you want to go on to uh, buy me a coffee, I'll put the link below. That's a $5 donation to keep the lights on on the show and, the, and me being able to record. Buying records to give reviews to and just general life. Um, because this stuff does take time. As I said, keep safe. Um, enjoy your seasons of music. Enjoy if you did buy records today, you're, you're a horde. And uh, we'll talk soon on the other side, guys. Bye-bye. Normally, being a little extra can be a bit much, but when it comes to healthcare, it pays to be extra. And United Healthcare makes it easy with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they supplement your primary plan, helping you manage out-of-pocket costs without the usual requirements and restrictions like deductibles and enrollment periods. So when it comes to covering your medical bills, you can feel good about being a little extra. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you.